friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today, indoamericannews at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday, 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks, to Indo-American News. The second segment, which is dealing with interviews and the like for people that uh, that make a difference to our lives, uh, who, who are doing something special, and they have some talents that we want to know about. So we've been doing this for the last four years, and I think we've covered like probably a couple of thousand people, huh, promote. Uh, I would say in the hundreds. <laughs> I want to say the thousands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We used to do four interviews yeah. a week. Okay. And so that was, then we dropped it down to three and four, three and four, three and yeah. four. So four years, so that's uh, two th- about uh, 250. Um, yeah. About so maybe 750 a, or may, so. Maybe, maybe close to a thousand. Okay. So, so now, who's going to guess? Is Harry going to guess whether it's a thousand? Anyway, so so nice of you to spend your Saturday afternoon with us. Certainly, it's the twenty-first of October, and we have pleasant weather outside. But there's no telling when it's going to change from being pleasant to hot. I think uh, early uh, next week it's going to be some uh, rain action. Ah, yes, we need the rain. We, we, we certainly do because we can't run the sprinklers right <laughs> unabated unabated and but it's coming out of our pockets yeah you're... exactly <laughs> yes yes monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday all four days oh it it's gonna be rain rain yeah. rain, yeah. rain 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 and the temperature is between the 72 80s oh wow and that beautiful voice was it belongs to sangeeta dua uh sangeeta is being the uh the guest host in the absence of Sanchali Basu, who's who out there is celebrating Durga Bari and all that stuff, right? We Correct. miss you, Sanchali. Well, maybe she's listening. If she does, maybe she'll call, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. But she's, ha- she's enjoying herself. This is the right time of the year because it's a very special time for Bengalis, well, as it is for all Hindus. For us, yes, for Navratri is going on. Right, yes. right, right. So, uh, but Sangeeta, uh, she's uh, she very gl- um, gladly decided to join us today. Thank you so much. Always want to have a female voice. We Three males just don't make it, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> That's certainly true. And also, she so she managed to break the mic here. That yeah. <laughs> she was sitting. <laughs> she came late and broke the mic. <laughs> oh, my God. You're making me making it look like I'm... But, you know, I'm not the engineer. So I thought I can't fix things. So might as well just break it and <laughs> make use of the engineer sitting across. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I wanted looked, to see how good Jawahar was at, at fixing things. I looked up and there she was. She was the wires dangling down <laughs> and she's saying, you ask the questions. 
Well, it's so good to have you with us, Sangeeta. Thank you so much, Har. It's just always so much fun to have to come back here to the ninety-eight point seven. I used to host my shows here too, so yeah. I'm very familiar with this, and yeah. I know how to break things too. <laughs> anyway, so promote. You're going to do the lineup. Sure. Here's the guest lineup for Saturday, October twenty-first, from four to six p.m. on Indo-American News Radio, a production of Indo-American News. We're on ninety-eight point seven FM. And you can also listen on the Masala Radio app. By Monday, hear the recorded show on podcast uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and uh, Google Podcasts, and Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have had over seven thousand seven hundred hits. Uh, you can support the show and receive new podcasts by selecting follow. On our Spotify and give us a five-star rating, that will get us higher ad clicks. At 4:20 p.m., when it comes to financial investments, some of us think we know it all, while others are clueless as to where to square away their hard-earned money for a rainy day. There are those investment advisors like Ranjit Sani, who has spent a lifetime helping others build up their accounts. For all the major moments in life, like financing high school and college educations, paying for elaborate weddings, buying a home, and most important of all, living comfortably in retirement, Randhir has built a huge portfolio of accounts that he manages, and has agreed to share his wealth of knowledge with our listeners. At 4:50 p.m., among larger American cities. Houston is fortunate to have many works of art exhibited all across the town, especially sculptures like along Allen Parkway, and murals like in the East End. We even have pieces on display at the Intercontinental Airport, like the one of former President George H. W. Bush, and the playful art cows and astronauts in two terminals. But the Aquarius Art Tunnel. Two hundred forty feet long, twenty-four feet wide, and ten feet high, connecting terminals D and E that opened late last year, is a visually unique experience to travelers to immerse themselves. We are fortunate to be joined by artist Janvi Mahimtora Formsby, who will tell us more about her imaginative installation. At five twenty p.m., uh, if necessity is the mother of invention. Then backing, having a backer to st start up off the ground is the lubricant that is so essential for all entrepreneurs to get their business going. That is the role of Indus Entrepreneurs, a 31-year-old non-profit organization, which makes access easier for Indo-Americans to make their ideas a reality by offering education. Mentorship, networking, and funding opportunities. We are joined today by member Sami Haroon, who will tell us more about Thai and its upcoming gala on November second at the Junior League, featuring Hotmail founder Sahir Bhatia. To be featured on the show or to advertise, please contact us at seven one three seven eight nine six three nine seven. And please pick up the print edition of Indo-American News, which is available all across at town at grocery stores. 
and also visit our website indoamerican-news.com which gets 70,000 plus hits to track all the current stories. And remember to visit our digital archives for over 15 years plus our entire 42 years of hard copy archives are available in the Fondren Library at Rice University. And now here's the news. I'll announce myself. <laughs> <laughs> no fear to promote, you're going to announce yourself. The, yes. This is where Sangeeta comes and says, promote. No, no, not with your Where's hands, with your news? voice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, that is Bharat, and around the world. At the top of the news this afternoon are some positive developments in Gaza. The Rafah border crossing was reopened earlier today after Hamas released an American woman and her teenage daughter. Gaza, which is home to 2.3 million Palestinians, is currently facing food and water shortages and hospitals are struggling with low medical supplies and fuel for emergency generators due to a territory-wide power outage. Only 20 of the 200 trucks were allowed to enter and Israel says more aid will be allowed if only Hamas releases the 200 hostages it is still holding. After a visit to Israel and a meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, President Biden made a speech to the nation asking for a $106 billion national security package that includes funding for Israel, Ukraine, and also to improve security at the southern border. The plan is to hire 1,300 more agents, 1,600 asylum officers to appease the Republicans in the House who are opposed to additional funding for Ukraine but are eager to spend money at the border to improve security. It is highly uncertain when the House will be able to address budget legislation because there is still a deadlock over who should be elected Speaker. Republicans saw the House turn uh, turned away uh, Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan in three consecutive votes. Now several other candidates have come forward and a new round of voting could take place on Tuesday. There are also no sign end in sight for the strike by United Auto Workers. UAW President Sean Fenn said on Friday that Detroit's automakers have increased their wage and benefit offers, but he believes the union can gain more if it holds out longer in the contract talks. Meanwhile, fast food workers have made significant gains in California. Governor Gavin Newsom signed legislation that has hiked the minimum wage from $15.50 per hour to $20 per hour. A fast food council is also being set up to set wages and to increase the minimum wage up to 3.5% each year through 2029. The National Owners Association, which represents more than 1,000 McDonald's franchise owners, says the bill will increase costs for each McDonald's store by at least $250,000. Speaking of higher costs, the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas reports that the heat wave during the summer cost Texas businesses and consumers as much as $24 billion through the course of June, July, and August. 
This year's summer temperatures were 2.5 degrees above the past 23-year average. With less than three weeks until election day for the Houston mayor's race, the candidates participated in a debate last Thursday. The debate featured State Senator John Whitmire, former Metro Chair Gilbert Garcia, former Council Member Jack Christie, Attorney Lee Kaplan, and Council Member Robert Gallegos. U.S. Representative Sheila Jackson Lee was unable to attend. In sports news, there were two World Cup cricket matches earlier today. In the first match, Sri Lanka defeated the Netherlands, and in the second match, South Africa crushed England by 229 runs. Tomorrow morning, India will play New Zealand to see which team will remain at the top of the table. In Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros scored a dramatic victory against the Texas Rangers last night in Arlington. The Astros' um, Jose Altuve scored a three-run home run in the ninth inning to give the Astros a 3-2 edge in the series. The final two games of the seven-game series will take place on Sunday and Monday. Finally, this afternoon, two remarkable auctions are taking place. Sotheby's has placed on auction Rembrandt's Oil on Oak panel. Uh, it's a painting titled The Adoration of Kings. The painting, painting is estimated to be sold at a price ranging from $12.2 to $18.4 million. Sotheby's is also auctioning a 96-year-old bottle of Macallan Scotch whiskey at an estimated price of $1.2 to $1.4 million. Wow. That's all the news this afternoon. More views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News talk show. So you can only share that whiskey with some of your amazingly close, close friends. I know. Yeah. And uh, you should you know, be able to spend a couple of million dollars for it. Yeah, just to get it. Boy, I'd hate to be the one who's uncorking that whiskey. I know. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm not sure how good it will taste. Right. It's <laughs> almost 100 years old. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. You know, the, once upon a time I came across an article where they actually had, were trying to get the the wine or, or liquor off the Titanic, remember? Uh -huh. And trying to sell it off and so on, so that's that's really amazing. Um, I guess the value is in just having a antiquated bottle. Right. I don't know if the the liquid in there is worth drinking. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, uh, uh, something to add on to the mayoral race debate. J just this afternoon, there was a debate by SEMA, which is the South Asian Small Indian Motor Owners Association, uh -huh. Small Independent Motor Owners Association. Okay. They, they had a, a debate that was sponsored by them as well as IPAC oh, okay. at the HCC campus on, uh, on uh, the West Loop. I see. So there were people, not only the mayoral race people, but also from city council and so on and so forth. Sangeeta, were you there? I was actually not there, but uh, we, I was at the rally um, happening at Wilkerson and Bel Air oh. for uh, John Whitmire. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, okay. And there was this huge um, gathering there for not just Asian, but from the African and, and Latinos and, and everyone. So it's still going on. It's going to go on till like five o'clock. So um, I just made myself right. there, well, showed my face and kind of took off to be here. Well, we were, tr we were hoping that we would have Sheila Jackson Lee here today. She, I was 
man, I was going back and forth with phone calls to uh, to to get her on the on the air. But she was in D.C. for the uh -huh. vote for the right. Jim Jordan vote, and right after that, she came in last night, and then she was back to back. She has meetings. That woman has more meetings than Congress. Well, <laughs> I mean, she's in Congress. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> I think I guess she wants a more relaxed life as a Houston mayor. Well, that was one of the questions <laughs> I was going to ask if she came onto our show, but yeah. now th she's made. Uh, uh, so many commitments that she has to keep that she we, uh, she had to cancel us. And I said, hey, we, you know, 35, 40,000 people listen to us. Maybe you ought to, you know, try to reconsider. reconsider. Yeah, John Whitmer has already uh, had an interview here. Right, and, and uh, Sheila's going to be here, apparently, I'm told, maybe next Saturday. Okay. Or the Saturday before the election. But hopefully we can get her to talk about what... Yeah, I think there are less than three weeks left. Three weeks, three yeah. weeks. And a runoff is on December 9th, by the way. Oh, okay. I guess we'll most likely have a runoff. There's 16 candidates running for yeah. mayor. Yeah. In, including MJ Khan, which, uh, <laughs> believe me, I mean, I, I, I heard him in the debate. I was a little puzzled. Okay. So with that, I'm, we're going to go to a commercial break. We have our first guest already sitting in the hot chair, and uh, he, the debonair Mr. Randhir Sani. So your yes, Mr. Randhir Sani is here. Uh, no, but, but we'll go into the commercial break. We'll yep. be right back after this message, folks. So don't go away. Climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello, everybody. This is Indo-American News again, and that was just a station ID, apparently. We have too much to go over with too many things that are happening all at once, and we are going to, first of all, go to our first guest, and uh, Sangeeta, would you like to introduce him? Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, Randhirji, uh, he has been an investor. Mr. Randhir Sani. Mr. Randhir, yes, Mr. Randhir Sani uh, has been an investor in equities for his own account. No, 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 no. From the top, from the top. <laughs> Randhir Sani is an architect. Yes, Randhir Sani is an architect as well as the registered investment advisor representative and offer my offer his services throughout resources and horizon investment advisory no. as an architect he deals with a man-made environment and he has a registered investment advisor representative and he deals with the money Ranbir had been uh, an investor no. in equity for his own account since 1975 in 1997, he passed three mandatory security examination to be in a position to offer securities throughout through the resources Horizon Group LLC and advisory services through the resources Horizon Investment Advisory. For the last 25 years, he has practiced architecture planning along with health management, not just equity-related money management, but the capital project-related resource and management. While disjoint at his glance, at his first glance, he has been a merging 
to two words of makes nothing but the sense of ranbi. The proof generally is the in the pudding. So basically, Randir has been doing two things at, at the same time for 42 years. That's about as that's as long as we've been in business with the with, with Indo-American News, Randir. Thank you very much for inviting me to come and talk. It's always a pleasure, but I have to correct one thing, and that is that the um, Resource Horizon Group was dissolved in 2015 uh. because of they had some regulatory issues. And uh, and so I went independent, and now I'm with Sony Inc., which is uh, right. I'm I'm sorry, I got this off the internet. I c I'm sure that's true, <laughs> but, but the but it it it, um, it is essentially the same thing that I have been doing. Uh, I've enjoyed because after looking at all the different investment types, I figured that the closer you are with your money and invested in companies that make uh, the world go around, it's better to be invested in them than to be invested in something else. What and do you mean by that? What do you mean when the world goes around? That means uh, when you get up in the morning, mm -hmm. you brush your teeth. Well, some uh, of us, we take our coffee first. Okay, so you <laughs> uh, then the, the coffee. If you invest in the company that makes coffee, then there's, you get some return back if the company is operating in a correct way right similarly you know you drive a car you uh, buy gasoline you you know uh, so so there's there's uh, return in everything and the more efficient the company the better it is for the tax uh, for the uh, investors right but but i still don't get it when you say what makes the world go around you're saying invest in things that are around you no no what it means is nothing works without capital uh, well, that we know. And that is what uh, investing is all about, because you're giving, lending. It, it, so your investment strategies, uh, of course, are to help people improve their investment capital, or their, the, the capital that they've invested. Right. However, um, uh, just going back to the basics, you've been doing this kind of investment strategies and so on, not just for yourself, but other people who put, who give you their portfolios. Right, correct. So you, and how, how large is that total portfolio value that you invest? I would, managing? I think I mentioned it last time. I don't think I should mention that, but it's uh, right around 30 million or thereabouts. Oh, I see. And, uh, but the real thing is that, um, uh, th I want to have a disclaimer here. I'm going to discuss ideas. That doesn't mean somebody should take those and run with them if they are to be thought through mm -hmm. and each individual has a different uh, circumstance for investing and, and time horizon and capital amount. Right. So it should be done very carefully and, and uh, because you earn money once in your life and if you don't invest it properly, chances are it'll be gone. So what would be uh, some of the things that you would write off the top of your, the bat? If somebody's a young person in their 30s or 40s and they've got a little family that started up, what would you uh, say sh they should do first? Go ahead and try to get something started for the kids' education? Well, the first thing they should do is they should get uh, accustomed to the fact that they need to put X percentage of their gross salary aside. Uh -huh. They live on 10, 15, 20% lower than what they earn after F taxes. F set it as aside to invest. To invest. And 
uh, I was uh, talking to a, a, a person the other day, uh, two days ago, and a person told me that it's all in four uh, percent return. So I said, good, but after after you have paid your taxes, uh, you're you're going to make about three and a half percent or three percent, and inflation is much much higher. Mm-hmm. So you're going to lose buying power. What you're trying to create is increasing buying power over time so that when your physical ability to earn diminishes, your money bring, uh, returns, b- returns the money that you need to live on. And that's the most important thing you do. What you put aside between the age of uh, 20 and 30 uh, for 30 to 40 years goes much further than if you meant in invest this or save the same amount of money for the rest of your life because it's time that makes the difference. The time horizon. Yes, the time that the money is invested in working. So if you are a young family with a three-year-old child that is, you know, they, they, you expect them to go to college, you've got 15 years to get that money all put to s- aside so that they can... You can pay the twenty-four, uh, thirty thousand to one hundred and thirty thousand, whatever you have to pay, right? <laughs> yes, it, and uh, the tuition has. When I came, went to Rice, my tuition was fifteen, fourteen hundred dollars a semester. Ah. Today is close to over forty thousand uh, dollars, and so the point is, uh, um, twenty thousand per semester or thereabouts. The point is, and that'll continue. Inflation will continue, and so you have to save the money. Uh, and it cannot be in cash. It has to be in things that grow with inflation. Those are commodities. When I went to University of Houston, ba- way back when, as a foreign student, yeah, uh, we thought our rate, our tuition was outlandish, because the rest of the people in the the the, the, the locals, the locals, they paid maybe eighty dollars a yeah. semester. Yeah. And I ended up paying 250 bucks a semester. The big difference? Big difference. Now it's like... Uh, 8,000. Yes. Yes. But you see, the thing is that a professor, a full professor made $18,000 at that time. Mm-hmm. Today, a full professor may make hundred and some. 180000 Right. Yeah. It depends so, on... With the right, right. And so you've got, you got so gas at 18 cents a gallon. Today you're getting it um, at nearly four dollars. Four dollars. Near yeah. Well, but Randir, let's talk concrete things here. We've got about ten minutes before we go to a commercial break. Sure. So, um, what would you say are some concrete things that people can do in order to fund the child's education? They should put aside the money and and get in, a good in what in, and then find an investment advisor who can help them uh, create a portfolio for the kid. And that investment advisor is sitting right in front of me. His name is Randir Sani. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating that you do that, but the point is that you... Somebody who knows has knowledge. Right, right, right. But you know the knowledge. You have the knowledge. What would you recommend people do? Put an education savings account? Put a Texas, what is it called? uh, Promote Texas... Fund, but I think Tomorrow it's fund. no longer there. Yeah, 529 is a very common uh, they're, 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 it's, uh, program which is uh, nationally known and each state has its own. So what kind of return does a 529 give? It depends what you spend it. You, you then, then you have to specify as to where you put it in to get a better return. You know, it used to be that um, uh, in um, uh, stocks like uh, the 
uh, internet stocks did very well, mm-hmm. and now they've leveled off. They'll come back. So you have to, you have to really distribute your funds into four, five or seven different areas. Like well, I'll, I'll I'll throw out a stock at you, and what you th- and I'm going to ask you what you think about it. So, Kinder Morgan. KMI. KMI. Now, when yeah, and the rate of return, <laughs> if you buy it right now, the Kinder Morgan is at $16.99 a share. The yield, because they pay a dividend, it's a pipeline company, is 6.65%. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, and anybody who's driving on Allen Parkway mm-hmm. between Shepherd and downtown mm-hmm. should look or write, and you'll see the bayou there. Right. Kinder Morgan paid, uh, give $80 million to the city to beautify it correct and they created a kinder morgan institute at rice so and coming to their business their business is not commodities their business is transportation of oil and gas Mm -hmm. and their own pipeline system Mm -hmm. and and uh and so it's like uh, uh every three months you get a dividend and i also recommend you reinvest the dividend because over time, that'll grow. I'll give you a case in point where an account that I had um, back in 2009, it came with about a $900,000 in it. Mm-hmm. Today, the same account has over po- uh, $4.6 million. I see. So uh, because it was reinvested and it, it was in the right set of uh, stocks. So it's called the DRIP program, the yeah, Dividend DRIP Reinvestment DRIP program. program. Yeah. An, another stock that uh, not a particular favorite of mine, but it's, it's Pfizer, thirty point six five dollars a share. BFE. Right, and it's it's a it's a lazy stock, but the re- the yield is five point two two percent. But there, you know, when Q, uh, what is it called? Uh, when we had this virus, COVID. COVID. How quickly we forget? <laughs> yes, I know. It's called age before beauty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, uh, it did very well, but it gives you, a, it, if you had it for 30 years, your, 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 the dividend reinvestment program would do very well for that stock mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the return. It so how many shares should people be buying for something like this? 100 shares, 1,000 shares, 2,000 shares? If somebody has $1,000, he can divide or she can buy five or six different. So, but you should have a portfolio between... 10 and 30 different uh, stocks. Yeah, uh, Randir did an MBA at University of Houston and took some finance classes. Good. The only thing I remember is don't put all your eggs in one basket. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. That's that's why I said five or six between 10 and 30. Because, you know, the the economy works very differently. Sometimes the, like, um, uh, the... Ukraine issue, mm-hmm. um, the commodities have had a, a big run, especially energy. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they're not sure if the money will come or not come, or will they uh, the be able to transport it, or will they be bombed, etc. So, and, and then their date, you have to have day-to-day use. Um, power companies give you good return. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got all kinds of power. But risk. isn't their return uh, controlled by the um, regulations? Uti- yes, Utilities Commission, it is, but it's still much pretty, it decent. Pretty, pretty decent. But some real estate investment trusts, they, they give you returns too. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Uh, Wine Garden Realty, for example, that's one of them. Uh, the uh, But there's several of them, and some Indian 
entrepreneurs here in Houston that yes. we know of, they've set up their the own Nitya, rate. Nitya, Nitya Capitals. Nitya Capital. Nitya yeah, rate. Nitya Investments. The, it, it, it's, it, it depends. Uh, you have to understand the dynamics of the growth of a city mm -hmm. and uh, um, how the uh, density of the area is going to grow. And it depends on the... I'm also an urban, urban planner and architect, Correct. so I understand that. And uh, uh, so where the arteries are, that is 59, 45, 10, you have higher level of accessibility. That's where you can easily get in and out. So they can, if you have property there, retail or even high density, you can get better returns. So what you're saying is before you invest, you need to investigate the company that you're investing with. Absolutely, and the past rec record as well as what are they. Because you have A-class properties like you, the gallery area. Yeah. You have B and C-class properties that are um, uh, uh, the uh, retail along uh, roads. Right, well, no, but... Yeah, Mr. Sani, what you said made actually perfect sense is, uh, you know, before investing, the company who are actually out there tr uh, tell you to invest with them and do that, we have to see their track record. Yes. How, and, in, and also speak to the people, especially if they're local or, or somebody we can get a hands-on, we can talk to them and see how the investments for them has been going. Right, right. And get their feedback before investing. Before and out. other thing I could relate to that is when you said the properties, uh, you know, the A class, the B class, and a C class, the return can be totally different because the overturn is so so fast and, uh, you know, when uh, yeah. people file for evictions and stuff that, you yeah. lose a lot of money with that. When COVID came... But, but Randy, Randy, hold on a minute. I'm holding. <laughs> I, 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 again, in the interest of time, because we've only got 14 minutes left, but what I wanted to do is get some concrete examples of how people can actually save for their kids. Zero coupon bonds, what do you think about that? I don't, I don't do bonds. Zero coupon corporate bonds are, right now, they're very cheap, but the, the rate of return on those things over a period of time would be quite, quite, especially if it's zero coupon. The concept is that you pay for, your, you, you don't pay all your capital all at once, you're going to be get, getting back your capital over time. Time, right. I, the, the, if you're a conservative investor and you want to go to sleep at night, that's the first thing you need to know about what you are, how much risk you can take, and what uh, will make you not worry about where your money is. And then you decide what uh, vehicle you want to use to invest. So you're saying equities may not, stocks may not be for everybody? No, not necessarily, because uh, the first, one of the first questions I ask people is, what will you invest in? I invest for you in, and that'll make you sleep at night. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then some people say, I don't care, I just want the return, or some people say, I don't like this, or I don't like this, or I would prefer this. And a lot of people, like I have um, somebody called me from uh, Maryland the other day. He says, I'm getting 5.5% with the bank. Mm -hmm. So I gave, explained to him as to how, how much of that is going away in taxes, and then what is the return compared to inflation? Right. And that, they have ne a negative return. In so absolute numbers, you have more dollars, but the p buying power is not there. The key to everything is buying power. And the time horizon. So if yeah. I had, if I was a 40-year-old and I had a three-year-old child, once again, the same example, and I had $20,000 with me, 
what would be a good way to get ready for that college education or the first car that has to be bought? The, the best way is to um, uh, invest, uh, expose the money over a year or two. You gradually buy, and DRIP is a good program. Instead of the dividends being invested, you can put additional monies into their stock. But I'm hearing you say stocks. Yes. So you're a big believer in stocks? But yes, because they're your closest to appreciation there. Mm -hmm. That's why. And your thoughts on this AI or the Bitcoins and things like that? I, I, that I had someone from LA call me, can I, should I buy some Bitcoins? And this was about four years ago. And I said, no, you will not do that. The person was 60 some years old. And I said, no, you will not do that. You, you have one heart. And that can <laughs> go yeah, yeah, way. That can but the AI is a glorified name for um, high tech. Mm -hmm. when, we, when the first computer was uh, put together, that's AI. Mm -hmm. And so why, why call it something and then feel good about it? That's what AI is, in my opinion. Well, uh, hold on a minute. Now we're going to be going to a commercial break, folks. We're talking to Radhir Sani, who, as you can tell, has a lot of experience investing. And I'm trying to get the magic number out of him. Where do we put the money? But so <laughs> hopefully the next 10 minutes we're going to find out. Don't go away. This is Indo-American News Radio. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American News Radio. लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी आन्या आ गई अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है सोचती हो जिंदगी को कहूं जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विद महाराजा 7188 Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. We're trying to get Mr. Randir Sani to... We're trying to nab him and tell us what is the magic bullet we need in order to buy so that we can retire in a good, uh, very rich style and put our children to Harvard Medical School. <laughs> but uh, Randir is not being tied down. Pramod, can you do something? Uh, well, it's, there's no magic bullet. So I think Thank we have to uh, invest conservatively, uh, spread out your um, uh, stocks. And uh, he doesn't believe in bonds, but some of those bonds investments are also good. Yes. And uh, Randir, do you believe in life insurance? 
Life insurance is very valuable to a certain point. Okay. Uh, as long as what you're alive. What point is that? When, when as long as you're not alive. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> in, in my, uh, my recommendation I give to people is as long as you have liabilities uh -huh. and you don't have the uh, alternate source of income, yeah. uh, it will replace your uh, earning power. Oh, okay. for the family and whoever else. After that, it is of no value because the insurance company makes better money and they give share part of the same thing with the annuities. Yeah. So are you saying that once you retire, it's no longer, or your kids have already gone off to uh, set up their own families, it's re really not a good proposition to hold on to it? If you don't have any liabilities, mm -hmm. what happens if you have sufficient capital uh, and uh, something happens to you, your uh, dependents can right, continue. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your house is paid and et cetera, et cetera. But if you have liabilities, then it makes sense because... So you, you That's a source of income yes. yeah. for yes. the heirs. Yes. I think I need to turn my life insurance policy in and just liquidate it. Yeah, it's because you no. don't have any liabilities. Well, uh, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking, I'm assuming. May I assume that you don't have any liabilities? Yeah, I have no liabilities left <laughs> yeah. except so myself. Yeah, and 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 uh, the same thing, uh, because all it's doing is is giving you you're you're putting in money every year, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and that could do better uh, in appreciation than uh, if you invested directly. Because what do insurance companies do? Well, uh, well, so so let me ask you this: If you retired and you have all this excess capital just sitting around there, because no, you know, nobody wants it anymore, <laughs> right? So what should you do with that as far as your retirement years go? Well, the one thing you besides should... Besides going on trips. No, you, one thing you should do is you should have a... Um, uh, Disability policy? No, you should have... That also has limitations. I'm not an expert, but I can tell you that <clears throat> if you get a policy, it only... The medical uh, policy, it only goes for a certain amount, and beyond that, it's not uh, worth anything. Mm -hmm. But the... Um, I was going to add another thought and that I wanted to share with you about the you should be you should you should create a, a foundation where you begin to give money to different entities mm -hmm. and when you contribute to a found not for profit foundation mm -hmm. then that is deductible from your income sure so it helps okay. you reduce your taxes and also it uh, helps the uh, the uh, the community. Right. right. And as you age, do you recommend um, uh, having a portfolio that's more conservative? Well, I, uh, the conservative is a very very. Uh, yeah, it depends on the individual. Right. right. Yeah. And a big, but the other thing is, we have so many variables that we do not understand. Right. And the, the, so we can think, uh, make certain assumptions, and assume that's conservative. That's not true. You have to be investing in companies that have the ability to continue to grow and yeah. give a dividend every year. Sure. And Mr. Sani, what are your thoughts on uh, flipping the land uh, investments really quick? Like people are really aggressively, they just buy and flip the lands and make their investments and grow like that. If it's a 1034 hmm. exchange, hmm. then you, there are no tax consequences. Otherwise. Yes. The other worry of you, one like should holding have holding the contract for a little bit within a 30 days and flipping the, but the then deals. But there's a there's a, 
uh, we, supposing you made 10 percent, and if you're on a 30 percent tax bracket, you lose three, uh, three quite a bit of that. Mm. Of, so, the so that's not a good investment in, in the long run. Plus, it is uh, you don't know where the market is going, especially after COVID. The vacancy rate of uh, office space has gone so high; it's unbelievable. Yeah. And mm. with the result, that's a commercial. Yes, or mm. even even for uh, and then people are working from home. Mm. Uh, so the uh, the the sales of uh, transportation also uh, has gone down. So you have to be balanced mm -hmm. in that. Yeah, Ranjir, what do, what's your view of the current stock market, and what do you expect in the near future? Well, the, the very simple. The um, mutual funds are working uh, there to readjusting the portfolio as they do through November 15th. Uh -huh. And then they take the profits and reorganize everything. And that we're seeing quite a volatile market right now. Uh -huh. But the if you look at history, from October through March or April is the best months to invest. Oh, okay. And, and That's the time to buy. It's the time to buy and hold and relax. And okay. Yeah. And when is the time to sell, if you need to? If you need to, it, it depends on your tax bracket and, and uh, whatever money you need, you you do that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Randir, can I throw out a number in case people want to reach you? Is that a no-no? My number is 713-806-3180, and I'll be happy to spend... 30 minutes or 40 minutes with you if you want to. But Once again, I the number is 713-806-3180. That's uh, Rindir Sani, and he's got, a, as you can tell, a, lo a lot of experience, and it's, it's frightening how much experience he has. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> we're hope we're hoping to have Rindir back on our show once a month because he's got so much to impart. He had all these notes, and... And, uh, and we hijacked him into talking about only two or three things. But uh, Radir, we'll always enjoy uh, having you with us. As you go, one particular stock pick? I don't think I should do that on the air. Call me and I'll be happy to give you one. <laughs> fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. That's, that's the great businessman should do. Good advice. Right. Call me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, no I, the, the real thing is that uh, giving advice is... Uh, not recommended or rec recommended stops is not something one should do because that then there every you have a different uh, set of circumstances correct promote has a different set of circumstances yes and so you have to adjust as to what where it should be fit and that's what you do correct well randir thank you very thank much you very once much. again for coming and joining us today and uh, we look forward to having you again next month thank you so much for the privilege of having me here and if once again, 713-806-3180. If someone wants to call me, I'll be happy to talk to them and spend time to make sure that uh, I provide them the best knowledge that I have. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Thank you. And folks, don't go away. We're going to be back with our next guest. We're going to take a little musical interlude while we say adios to Mr. Before Rindir that, Sani. let me give a score. If somebody's following and in, is interested in college football, uh, University of Texas went on to a 21-0 lead, but U of H has fought back, and they're at uh, 14. So oh. there's one touchdown difference. Good, good. Well, thank you and for telling us about that, Pramod. Yeah. All right, we're going to say goodbye to Mr. Thansani. We'll be right back with our next guest. And Ms. Janvi, she's already on the phone. And uh, don't go away.
Hello, everybody. We're back again. We had to say goodbye to Mr. Rassani, and uh, he's, uh, he's uh, been a wealth of knowledge for us. But we are now joined by our next guest, who, who's already on the phone. Pramod, would you like to introduce? Certainly. Sir? I'm very pleased to introduce Janavi Mahimtura Formsby. Uh, she wants to live in a world where everyone can experience the beauty of the sea. She was born and raised in Mumbai in a home overlooking the Indian Ocean. Her passion for marine conservation sparked when she began scuba diving. She has completed 234 dives. Her recent installation, the Aquarius Art Tunnel at Intercontinental Airport in Houston, was honored with the People's Choice Prize from CODA Awards, Collaboration of Design Plus Art. The organization also named Mahimtara Fonsby a creative revolutionary, one of the top art and design leaders changing the world. Um, in addition, Mahimtara Fomsby serves on the Sanctuary Advisory Council for the Flower Garden Bank's National Marine Sanctuary and as a board member at PhotoFest Inc. in Houston. Welcome, uh, Janvi. Hello, Janvi, are you there? Hello, Janvi, are you there? Hello? Hello? Hello, Janvi, can you hear us? Oops, I wonder what happened here. Not really sure. But all the lines are working right. Uh, maybe we can... Maybe you I'll want her to call back? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to try to call her back. So. Okay. So, uh, why, you know, uh, Pramod, while we're talking about this, uh, uh, have you seen the Aquarius Art Tunnel? Uh, no, because D and E are the terminals that I rarely go to. Oh. But have you? Yes, I've seen it. It's actually, it's, it's mesmerizing. You stand there, you keep looking at the, the, aquati the aquatic uh, life that's there. And it's, it, it's very <coughs> colorful, very nice, oh, okay. very nice. That's so great. It's a great achievement. And we have an article in the newspaper. We did a story on her. 
Yeah. Some time back. Well, even we did it last week. No, but before then, didn't we do one before? Yes, this, this is our third story. Ah, so you see, Janvi has been on with us for a long time. Let me try to reach her. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Sangeeta, tell us uh, what you're up to these days. Well, I was just reading the bio of uh, Janui, and uh, it was just telling right here that she is the, the first female South Asian artist to be featured in the Houston Airport Public Art Program and Collection. Uh -huh. Well, that's, that's awesome. You know, we women are from our South Asian are, oh, like, you know, uh, excelling everywhere. You know, right. that's, that's really, really good. So get to know a little bit more about her while... What I am doing is uh, something that's something that I'm going to talk about with uh, Joharji's permission. Uh, Janvi, are you there? <coughs> Hello? Hello, can you hear us? Ooh, this is so weird. Janvi, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear no, you. Finally. Hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. Sorry about that. We had lost you for a while there. We were talking about you. We actually promoted the introduction. And I don't know if you heard any of that. I did not, but it's okay. Oh, okay. We can continue. Yeah, it's been good. And uh, congratulations on your award. Yeah. Thank you. I, I was Thank just you. talking about... The, the tunnel, I've actually walked through there between D and E. When I first heard about this, yeah. uh -huh. I actually had to ca catch a flight in Terminal whatever, B or something. I yeah. ended up going there. And by accident, I ended up stopping and s somebody dropped me off. They dropped oh. me off the wrong location. I see. So it turned out to be Terminal D. Oh, okay. So then oh, I, wow. I, I went downstairs <laughs> trying to find my way around. I got completely lost. And uh -huh. what I ended up in was this tunnel. Oh, okay. And, oh, wow. And it was, it's 240 <laughs> feet long, 24 yeah. feet wide. Yeah. And it is, it's just mesmerizing. It's really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So it, 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 was, um, it was very special to create. Uh, I can say that for sure. Um, and it's an it's underwater scene, that. correct? Yes. It's actually inspired by the Flower Garden Banks National Marine Sanctuary, which uh -huh. is off the coast, um, uh, out in the Gulf of Mexico, right, right off the coast of Galveston, Texas, which you would not imagine that is right here, right? Um, um, and is part of our Texas waters, uh, which is very special. Yes, uh, so Janui. Sorry, Janvi, I am Sangeeta, and I was reading your okay. bio, and it says uh, sh uh, you have been, you know, exhibiting around the world and uh, throughout those murals are throughout the Houston. And also, I was just reading through your uh, your uh, bio when it says that you have created your artwork officially in like 2019, the Houston Chevron Marathon, 2017 for the Super Bowl, FIFA World. That's like a quite an achievement. Tell us about that experience. Yeah, um, so I was originally born and raised in Mumbai, and I moved to Houston in 2012, and I've just, um, I've been 
making art here and um, I, I guess I fell into uh, public art as a happy accident. Oh, really? Uh, you would call it. Yeah. That's a good hobby to have. Um, it's a good hobby to have. Um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey. I use it as a tool for educating the public about what we have going on in our marine um, world. Uh, I actually dive all over the world with scuba divers and marine scientists. And it started with uh, a marine scientist one day saying, hey, would you make artwork for my lab papers? And I said, you know, this is interesting. Uh, I'd be happy to. And then um, I created this mural one day, which was really like something really small and out in... Uh, it was it was one of those mini murals actually, and I really enjoyed just talking to random strangers about my work, um, so, so and educating them. And from there, I ended up making art for the Houston Marathon. It was it was a journey, but it took a lot of doing a lot of small things to to get to that, that point, yeah. Things. Hey, John, we, we're going to be going you. to a commercial break in just a few seconds. When we come back, we'll, sure. we'll be talking to you some more about your whole journey and, and really the, the inspiration behind it. So, folks, don't go away. We're talking to John B. Folmsby and uh, about her installation at, at uh, the Houston in the, uh, Bush, Airport. Bush Airport. But uh, she has, of course, installations elsewhere, too. So don't go away. We'll be right back with her. News Radio, India News, U.S. News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Amerijuve announces October specials. Revamp your look. Stop thinking razor. Start thinking laser. Full body laser hair removal with unlimited treatments for one year. $2,100 with lifetime warranty. Microneedling three for $750. Lip fillers $500. Valid until October 31st. Call Amerijuve 713-960-6262 or visit Amerijuve.com. Amerijuve. Look good, feel good. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. This is Indo-American News uh, Radio, and we're talking to our very talented 
artist Janvi Formsby. Janvi Formsby is not an Indian name, but Manim Thura is. Janvi is Indian. Yes. But Formsby is. Yeah. No, I met my husband in Bombay. Actually, we I finished studying in Chicago at art school at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and then I moved back to India, and that's where I I met Chris, my husband. Uh-huh. And I fell in, I fell in love, and long story short, we ended up moving to um, first Norman, Oklahoma, because he was going to law school, and then we ended up coming to Houston. Um, his last name is Fomsby, but he is a third culture kid um, and eats spicier food than me. <laughs> um, he, grew in, <laughs> he grew up in Sri Lanka. Tanzania, Gabon, like, um, was born in Switzerland, went to high school there, and, um, you know, is like a mutt, uh, as you well, want Was, it, was um, he a, a State Department kid? <laughs> yes, he's a State Department kid. His dad was the U.S. Consulate General at the time, and um, so when I met him, it was really funny. I thought my parents were indirectly setting me up. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> So, so his dad was stationed in M- Mumbai, and that's where in you Mumbai, met Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh. it was, and I was not even looking to like you know we were so young. We got married at twenty-four. Wow, and you you know you rem- yes. you remember the old song, "Looking for love in all the wrong places." <laughs> I I know. I ended up becoming a proper Pradeshi girl in that yeah. regard. <laughs> to this day. So, um, and I remember leaving Chicago and saying, okay, Beth, you know, I'm home. I'm going to Bombay. I'm going to be here. I couldn't, I was so excited to be back home. Um, Mm -hmm. I was showing my work in Mumbai at the time. I was doing well and, um, I was very happy to be home. And, and then I, you know, the the journey took me where like life takes you where you need to go sometimes. Right. So Um, 2012, you ended up coming (laughs) to the U.S. Yeah, well, to Houston, actually. Before that, I was in Norman, uh, in Oklahoma. I had a show working out of this house in Norman that we were renting in Beijing and in Amsterdam. It was really funny, which is why I feel like as an artist, you can... You should never think you are limited by where you live, if that makes sense. Or imagination is never limited. Um, So, yeah, I... You know, even the public art sphere... Of what I do, I try to not limit my like what we're capable of doing. So mm-hmm. I, I, my work is all about transforming space. You know, Janvi, um, there's a there's a sentence that says in in Hindi, "Jahan apunche ravi, wahan apunche kavi." That means this: the, where the sunlight cannot reach, that's that's the forest that you know the artist the, the, can the reach. Poet. The poet or the artist can exactly. can reach. Yeah. Exactly. So sky's the limit, and the whole world is yeah. like the house. Yeah. Well, exactly. Imagination, they're, they're, they're a gift. Ideas are a gift, right, at the end of the day. Um, right. say the most valuable thing an artist has is their ideas. In so, fact, um, well, I, I really believe that. On yeah. that topic, and I would imagine that you were commissioned to do this Aquarius Art Tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, is, it, is it tough making a living as an artist in Houston? Well, I mean, it's it's definitely tough in general making any living. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. That's true. We just um, heard from Randir Zani about how to maybe make that. Yeah. Yeah. But Especially in today's time, right? Um, no, it, it was interesting. When I applied for this project, it was an RFQ. 
which is a request for qualifications. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly right now run my studio with a team of maybe four or five assistants. I like I run like a business as an entrepreneur. Um, where's we, where's your studio at? Have, uh, so I run my studio out of my like I have a I finally built a studio actually in 2020. It was uh, something very special. It took about 10 years to get here. Um, it was always a dream to be able to build the ideal like studio where I could control humidity and have my perfect lighting situation as an artist, you know. Um, but before that, I was a Sawyer Yards. I was one of the first artists in Silver Street Studios. And oh, then, okay. Right. Uh, which was a very special space, honestly, as a beginning artist to have that. But now I live in Oak Forest. I built a custom home with my own studio space, and I'm I'm open only by appointment. Mm. Um, I And it's really special. I love making art over here. Um, I, right. If I ever have a project, I rent a massive space, which we do. So, um, so you, you have other artists uh, in training that are working with you? Yeah, I actually mentor uh, a couple artists who work for me. And then I have an executive assistant who works with me. Uh, I've had a, a Bulgarian lady who's awesome. Her name is Ludmilla. I love her. She's been working with me now for about seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we're a team. It doesn't just take one person to make monumental works of art anymore. If this yeah. Makes sense. And so, these are these RFQs. Like we apply for, like maybe on average, like ten, fifteen of them uh-huh. a, a month, even. Oh, really? And you get one. Yeah, you get one maybe in like a year. Oh wow! Two or three, yeah, in a year, or two or the goal is to get two if you can in a year. Um, And we have like we have three big projects lined up for next in our next coming cycle. Oh okay, what are those? Um, uh, I can't. Well, that's the other problem. Like a lot of these projects, even when I had the Aquarius Art Tunnel, I was under a non-disclosure agreement. Oh really? Oh okay, you can't discuss. Fifteen months where I couldn't talk about it. Oh so wow. It was, it was so frustrating. But um, but is it for the city or the county? Or is it a government or private? So a lot of a lot of the projects I do are uh, usually public art projects with government uh, government based projects. Um, we have some private projects. My work is. Based off of sustainability, I try to. I love to make archival works of art because I am a marine conservation artist, uh-huh. and my goal is to make permanent works of art um, that are educational, that talk about these different U.S. marine sanctuary systems. And I believe if people know what's out there, then they can help and learn more about what's happening in our marine world. Because you know, something I'm focusing on, which is about Coraline algae and photoplankton. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, Janui, Janui, ladies and gentlemen, oxygen. yeah, I wanted to yeah. tell that uh, you know she has completed about two hundred and thirty-four dives. She's she's the scuba diving that she does, and uh, she's the first female South Asian artist to be featured in Houston Airport's public art program and collection. If that said, you know, you want to say something more about your about your projects. January? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so the Aquarius Art Tunnel, when we 
when I first uh, saw the site, I knew that I've always wanted to create a tunnel art installation um, that was, you know, inspired by the idea of when you would visit an aquarium, uh-huh. you'd walk through these aquarium tunnels and you see these beautiful works of art going above, like, well, not art, um, these marine mammals and marine creatures going above you and, like, you know, around you. And so you feel like you're immersed within a space. Right. So that was the first intention of, create, like, treating the site as a complete immersive installation. So when oh, you, okay. if, I believe you visited it, I don't know if you got to access the QR code. Mm-hmm. We have, like, an augmented reality Instagram filter that oh, okay. actually opens up. And you can see something called a Madi Garaf, which was a fish that was first discovered in the Flower Garden Banks uh-huh. National Marine Sanctuary. Um, and then what I did was on the ends of the tunnel, you have the deeper zones of the Flower Garden Banks. Mm-hmm. Towards, yes. uh, and as you go to the center, it's actually the shallower zone. Oh, okay. So it's actually created with a lot of science and accuracy towards the species of what right. you see as mm-hmm. a diver and as a scientist, yes. um, which was actually fascinating. We did have some scientists who were traveling, stopping by while we were working in that tunnel mm-hmm. who noticed that, and it was really nice to have a conversation and talk to people. Um, the above part of it, you have my lenticular installation, which is the um, which has my underwater photography from the flower garden banks, uh-huh. along with mm-hmm. some of my paintings in it, which capture movement. Um, so the entire site is an immersive space. We also I worked with a fabricator, and I created custom carpet. But the entire project, because it is a airport, was designed with modular components. So if the airport ever had to go through a construction phase, we could remove things and replace them very easily oh, okay. if that needed to happen. That's good. That um, sounds very yes. clever. Yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And like even the mural treatment is not your typical, like if you think wallpaper. Um, so everything's held up by microfibers um, where we have like seven layers of primer. Then it's printed. Then it comes to us in the studio. We have an off-site production team and an on-site production team. Oh, wow. The studio team paints on the mural. Like, we, we treat it, then we enter graffiti coat it, and then it's put on the wall. So it's a lot of moving parts. It takes sure. a wow. it, sounds, it sounds very complicated. Almost like but you need an engineering degree to put this together. Exactly, yes. Yeah. And may, may I tell you one thing, though? Sure. I have to tell you the symbolism behind why I called it the Aquarius Art Tunnel. Sure. Um, so I kept thinking about two things. No matter where we are in this world, we're connected through the night sky and through water. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, we, if you think about it, up is always the same. Our constellations are always the same, but down is always different. Topographically, reef systems change. Yes. Um, and when I thought about it, I kept thinking about the water bearer. I kept thinking about water brings us together. And so the Aquarius kept coming to me because it is the water bringer. Yeah, so Janami, this special place that you call it, you know, the the uh, peace place of art, where it's really special to you. And if uh, some people who are listening, folks who are listening, they want to come and visit you, make an appointment with you, would you like to give a little bit more information about yourself, maybe a telephone number or how they can reach sure. out to you? Sure. Um, yeah, I, everyone can reach out to me 
through my Instagram, which is my full name, which is John B. Mahimsura Fomsby. It's long. I know. Um, it's J-A-N-A-B-I-M-A-H-I-M-T-U-R-A and Fomsby, which is F-O-L-M-S-B-E. Um, you can visit my website. And also, if you just Google the Aquarius Art Tunnel, Houston Airport, you'll find me. Um, but the last thing I do want to just relay was the reason I... Do you have any number that tunnel. you can provide? Or is that you, if you feel comfortable? And if not, that's okay um, too. Yeah, my website is actually a really good way to find me too, which is just www.johnbejnebi. M F-O-L-M-S-B-E-E dot com. Okay. Um, I, th- I think that's like, those are the two best ways to reach me. Yes. Um, usually because yes. my phone, I get like 70 text messages in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a website is, is a pretty good one. And I can repeat yeah. that too. Um, with your permission, that is J-A-N-A-V-I-M. F-O-L-M-S-B-E-E. So that's your first name, middle initial, and your last name, dot com. Right. Thank you. But can I just say one more thing? Sure. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. I know you guys would love this. The reason I chose the Aquarius was aqua. And then with Ri, I kept hearing the Hindi word hamari, which means uh, ours. And then uh-huh. So the whole project stands for water is ours for ah, all of us. That's a clever thought. I had to put part of my Indian heritage into the title because yes, it was important to me um, yes. as an Indian woman. Because you asked me, being the first South Asian woman, I knew that that was happening. Something <laughs> from you knew we would ask you something related it. to that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I had to speak that in. Also, you know, there is like a, there is like a little didactic, and there's like a, I have a, all the words of like water in uh, multiple languages that we use in um, in Houston specifically in different languages there. Because I wanted to remind people, no matter where you are in the world, our, like water belongs to all of us. It's important. And what happens in the bayou affects the bay. It affects the flower garden banks. It, from the flower garden banks, it affects the Caribbean. Sure. Mm, we're past right. we're past using plastic. You know, we're dealing with issues like stony coral disease, like white plague. Like we're we're dealing with chemical issues now, um, which I think is important. And as a girl who grew up in Mumbai, I I I kept looking at the sea, the Arabian Sea, which is why I started diving in the first place. Uh-huh. Um, so this is why I'm, I do what I do, and I love what I do. I love making art. I think it's really important right now. My new work is all about uh, my title series. But yes, I don't work with any gallery. I, I function like a gallery. We have an entire studio team um, working here. And I would love to have more Indians come and collect my art. I think it's so important to support your own community. Um, in fact, I'm making this amazing lenticular piece right now, which is for somebody who's a beautiful like Indian woman. And she's collecting this for home so Uh yeah please born and raised in mumbai scuba diving that you do 234 dives a creative revolutionary design leader changing the world and then created your work and everything was endorsed by unesco so all that said, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you hear this, uh, you have been here listening to Janvi, Janvi Fombinsky, Fomsby, 
Formsby. So she has her art gallery. She has all that, uh, you know, beautiful work of art that she does. But the most amazing part is that she's a scuba diver and she's, uh, she's the designer that's leading and is changing the world. And then, you know, few few words that really stands out, they, those words for me, Janvi. So it was great to listen to you um, and, and, you know, being on the, on the radio with us and all viewers who are listening to you. I'm sure they're enjoying and they would connect with you. You mean listeners? Listeners, less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listeners, I'm so used to the TV. And I'm congratulations on your award and uh, my words. <laughs> uh, good luck with your future projects. Thank you so much. Yes. And yeah, you get to see more in Houston, I promise. We're doing a lot here. So Well, I, I am awesome. really I'm really impressed that we have a resident Indian artist in, in the midst of everyone else doing this kind of beautiful work and really awesome. look forward to meeting you sometime in person. Thank you. Oh yeah, you're welcome to come for a visit. You you know how to reach me. Um, yes, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm happy to do you guys proud. It means a lot to give no, no. us proud. Oh, that's great. You have, you've already made us proud. We are, hum desi, Absolutely. Hum desi kathe rate hain. Desi kathe rate hain. Yeah, we all Thank proud you. of you. And then, you know, being a woman, you're making us look very good. Making us feel I proud. Know. Yeah, it yeah. Is, honestly, it is it is so difficult, actually, in general, as a uh, to break it as a woman into the public art career. It is very difficult. And then, um, John, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to have to break you out. But thank you so much for calling, Janvi. Thank you, Janvi. Thank you. Okay, bye. Making Pau Bhaji, Vada Pau, or Anja Pau tonight. Veggies, Anda, Masala, Chutney to Samja, Lekin Pau Acha Wana Chahiye. Get the best Pau and sandwich bread made from scratch in Houston, only from Hot Breads. Hot Breads Pau, melts in your mouth, Mumbai ki yaad dila dega. Don't forget, fresh made veg and non-veg snacks, croissants, puffs, mini pizzas, and delicious pastries and cookies. Hot Breads on Hillcroft at Harvin, 713-785-1212. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs, and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. News at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM. Every Saturday, 3 to 6. 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. This is Indo-American News Radio, and we're going on to our last guest for this afternoon. We've been really uh, honored to the fact that he's taken the time to come out here in in flip-flops and the shorts. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and 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 I I could have done the same. 
Yeah, you yes, could. Yes, you could. <laughs> this is radio, so you can wear anything you want or, he, or not. <laughs> that's correct. He's very comfortable, and and uh, and uh, we're hoping to find out more about what he can uh, tell us about the Indus. Sure. Uh, the I'm Indus pleased to introduce uh, Sammy Haroon. Sammy is the founder and CEO of Alpha X Decision Sciences in San Jose, California, focused on delivering cloud-native AI software to its Fortune 500 customers in the oil and gas upstream and energy and utilities sectors. Previously, Sammy was the director for Baker Hughes' Palo Alto in Innovation Center and the Enterprise Data Analytics Group, including GM, on the development of full physics, full 3D subsurface fracture simulator. Other corporate roles included directed Director of Advanced Analytics at Procter & Gamble, developing physical prototypes and wireless electronics for GE's smart meter. Sammy is on the board of advisors for ITAQ2 uh, SPAC, raising $172.5 million at IPO, currently evaluating energy sector candidates. Sammy served on the boards of advisors for Safran Technology, a cognitive computing company acquired by Intel for more than $95 million. Sammy has been published and has presented at CeraVeek, Heart Energy, uh, MEOS, ASEE. These are a bunch of uh, acronyms. Acronym. A whole bunch of acronyms you could skip. <laughs> and us. I can recognize AAPG, OTC, and ADIPEC conferences. And he has co authored a book in the academic book currently taught in USA and European universities. He serves as Board of Advisors for Stanford Energy Corporate Affiliates, University of Oklahoma's School of Aerospace and Mechanical Engineering, and the Georgia Institute of Technology. And he's presently a member of Dean's Council at W.P. Carey Business School at ASU. Sammy earned a bachelor's degree in nuclear engineering from Georgia Institute of Technology and his interests include ultra-endurance cycling, race car driving, and, uh, and solo climbing. Wow, that's quite a, a portfolio. Uh, yeah, I didn't wow. know that you guys were going to end up reading the whole thing. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. This is such amazing, an amazing bio. Amazing, Oh, my God. Such I mean, a great. I mean, I was underlining those are the, some things, you know. Yeah, but I was like, this is like a school interview here. These guys are underlining <laughs> stuff. What did, why did exactly. you do this? No, but no. That you you like to live life life dangerously. Solo ultra endurance cycling, so it pumps your heart up as much as possible. You got race car driving, which is another heart pumping experience, and solo climbing, which is the third heart pumping distance. It, that's right. So how? I mean, that's what the heart is built what's, for. What's right? wrong <laughs> with Sammy? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> No, we should say that. How do you do that? Well, you know, you should ask my mom. So she, now it's going to be on radio. She's going to hear this. So <laughs> I try not to tell her these things. No, it is just to just to discover. We all do things for self-discovery. That's yeah. number one. Mm -hmm. And then we want to go past what we are afraid of mm -hmm. to discover the new place that we want to be entrepreneurism is like that mm -hmm. we take risks and such yes. so these are just a couple of little things that we i do love a couple dangerous. of little things <laughs> yeah. solo climbing you can't get me up above uh, eight feet no i i had to i had to quit that because uh, i was climbing and i ended up in a place where 
I truly was scared. Oh uh, my god! And um, would you like to hear the quick little story? Sure, sure. Quick. Go ahead. Sure. All right, I took a shortcut. It was a fourteen thousand foot uh, mountain here in uh, in the United States, and uh, people were going around to bypass this little drop and then climb back up. The distance between the drop and the climb back up was no more than a hundred feet. Oh wow! So more than you can jump. That's right. And <laughs> no, you don't jump. <laughs> so I got up to the edge and I literally it just without thinking it came out of my mouth. Oh my God! I didn't sign up for this. And at that point, I did recognize that uh, one of the manifestations of God is a white man who's a Marine and he's a sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> because I heard his voice. Oh, really? He said, you're not going to turn around because if you do, you will regret it for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. It was a Marine sergeant doing the same climb with his son who was about to get deployed standing on the other side watching me. Oh, my God. And he said, you have been catching us, and we started at 1.30 a.m., and you started much later than us. So he watched me. He said, well, do you have your wife's or girlfriend's phone number in your pocket and stuff? If you fall, we'll just call them. Oh. But if you walk back, <laughs> you know, it's not, you're going to regret it, and I, I did it. And uh, wow. that was the last time I did that type of climb. Wow. wow that's amazing. quite amazing. But uh, you're here to discuss uh, Thai, right? Yeah, let's switch to that. No, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's another heart-pumping experience. <laughs> no, Thai is... Uh, you guys do know uh, about oh, Thai. Yes. What about your audience, you think? Maybe perhaps... Yeah, a little, a little uh, background would be give, good. Yeah, yeah, give a description. So, so just before you do that, uh, mm-hmm. Sammy, although we read his bio and he's done so many wonderful things and very impressive bio, uh, we he's here to talk about the the Indus Entrepreneurs nonprofit organization, which is like 31 years old, 32 years old, and it, it, it helps entrepreneurs get off the ground. And there's a local chapter in Houston, and they, and you guys are holding a, a major event November the 4th? Second. Second, I'm sorry, November 2nd at the Junior League from 6 to 8 p.m., something like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's really well worthwhile. Well, let him explain, Jawad. Right. No, I, I'm just setting the parable. Yeah, 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 yeah. go ahead. Setting the stage. No, no. Like the Marine co- Sergeant. <laughs> 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 well, let's, uh, let's quickly just give a definition to what the Indus entrepreneurs are. 1992 in Silicon Valley, the, you know, the folks from the Indian subcontinent who were very successful, they wanted a group that could be a group where they could, in a trusted environment, sit together and exchange ideas and provide each other support. And support can be any number of things. You know, I need to get something done. I have never done this. I have never incorporated a company. It's a simple mm-hmm. thing. Or where do I go get a loan? Or who are the investors? You know, just basic questions that you would consider. So that's how the inception occurred. But today, Thai is the world's largest nonprofit entrepreneurial support organization providing mentorship guidance, networking to entrepreneurs worldwide. But let me emphasize, 60 chapters, over 60 chapters around the world. So that is is one of the key criteria. But one of the things I want to share with you, so, you know, it's important to note, I can tell you what it does, but how about I tell you how directly it impacts people? Let's start with me. Sure. My current company, which is an artificial intelligence software company in oil and gas, my co-founders, I met them at Thai. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. How about that? I moved here uh, from North Carolina, where I served as the president of the Thai chapter for North Carolina, South Carolina. 
Before I landed here, I already had a uh, trusted network to tap into. Right. And that's where I met them. Now, I do want to emphasize that something that was emphasized to me is that we just don't support entrepreneurs in the for-profit world. We do support nonprofits as well. Sure. And uh, one of the ones that you guys are very well aware of is uh, Dr. Rupa Gir's yeah. uh, I Educate. Right. It's also one of the key Right, ones. right, right. Uh, yes. So you said 40, 60 chapters worldwide. Um, and so are these chapters all limited to only Indians? No, not at all. No. It may have begun that way, mm -hmm. but that is not the case today at all. Mm -hmm. And it is open to anyone. And you can see the number of entrepreneurs who are getting support from this organization that are from everywhere. So how old is the Houston chapter? Oh, goodness. Now, that's a trivia question. Mm -hmm. I believe it's uh, approximately at least 20, 20 years. Yeah, 20, somewhere 20. in early tw early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, right around the time when the Pratham started. Well, Pramod and I were at the opening ceremony here. At I the, remember that. The Western Galleria, I think. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, we do remember that. It was early in 2000s, uh, right around because we went to the Pratham and then we went to the Thai, right around this time, yeah. Now, just to reemphasize, I moved from Sugarland. actually I used to live down the street from you guys, oh, exactly. uh, to nine years ago to Silicon Valley. Oh. And again, before I landed in Silicon Valley, uh -huh. I had a network. Uh -huh. And these are lifelong friendships. I just moved back. That's, I need to fix that. This company is headquartered here. Oh, in Houston. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Okay, all right. So now, uh, so that should give entrepreneurs a very good, warm, fuzzy feeling that they can have somebody to lean on, right? Just to mentorship to, for maybe even financing. So let me step back and kind of give some tangible pieces. So number one is a network, a network that you can connect into instantaneously, which is specific to who you are. Mm-hmm. You could be a medium-sized company. You could be someone who's starting a company, someone who is, has had in a company. We have, we will, and you will find your network in there. So that is one. We also... So is that industry-specific, or it could be various industries can fall into uh, the network? It is, that's a very good question, Sangeet, that it is specific to rather the chapters. The chapters based on the economic makeup of the environment they are in those are the folks that get attracted. But there's a baseline. So all Thai chapters are very heavy on software technologies because mm -hmm. the inception was Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we have to remember that the, Indian, the folks from the Indian subcontinent, they were also in hardware yes, mm -hmm. as true. well. So those two things are the key. But it, the specificity becomes um, based on mostly the town that you are in. Yeah, and for you're, example, you're if you're from um, Houston, then most likely oil and gas will oil be a major gas. feature and also the medical industry. The medical industry is absolutely a feature. Um, the oil and gas, but more so on the side of software. Mm -hmm. Sure. And uh, perhaps chemicals would be one. That so when well, you said the oil and gas, is this the lower stream, mid stream, upper stream, or all three? Everything. Oh, everything. All three All streams. three. Yeah. So is it f uh, fair to say that Houston is transitioning more and more into software and there's a lot more AI type innovation? J Jay, this is a fantastic question, but prior to answering that, let me finish something that you asked earlier. What does this offer entrepreneurs? One of the things I do want to highlight is when entrepreneurs come in, they don't know 
do they need funding or not? Mm-hmm. And if they need funding, who should you go get funding from? You mm-hmm. know, it's a you know when you go get a mortgage, don't you shop around and look yeah, at who yeah, is who's yeah. going to be the best one for us? Similarly, we not only enable the access to those investors. So if you guys were starting a company, but also we also invest. So mm-hmm. Thai has its Thai's charter members also have their own angel investing arm as well. Mm-hmm. Now, coming back to your other question. Yes, I have seen quite a change in the nine years, you know, I, yeah. when I left and came back. So uh, I do see, I do see something very interesting. There mm-hmm. is, there has been a growth of accelerators mm-hmm. and specific targeted, whether it is the medical industry or, or such or software targeted investment vehicles looking at uh, entrepreneurs. But here, may I highlight, because we are talking about Thai, I do want to highlight something very interesting. And that is the local organizations are supporting the local economies and really helping them enhance and, and grow. But I humbly believe that Thai is the only organization amongst these, there may be one or two more, which has an instantaneous global access. Mm. And you have 70 chapters, so you have 60. access. 60 chapters. No, 60. I, I like Pramud. He, 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 <laughs> He's adding 10 he, more yeah, to just, it. Yes. That, that inflation, I like that. <laughs> uh, and the, this is where the November 2nd event ties in as oh, well. Okay, okay. We tell are, us about it. Yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know if you... Did you guys ever meet Sabir Bhatia? We've you know, heard he, about him. He's a legend in his own time. Yeah. But I haven't met him. I'd like to meet him. Yeah, absolutely. You should come. And he's coming on November the November 2nd. 2nd. November oh, 2nd. That's correct. And I mean, the man invented Hotmail. Yep. Yeah. And then when Microsoft bought it over, he moved on to other things. That's correct. So he's someone I met at uh, through Thai, actually. Uh-huh in Silicon Valley. So I twisted his arm and said that, you know, you need to come out and talk about what you are doing next. And he sent me a bunch of stuff. He's in India right now and he has closed some deals, but I think it's best that he shares some of this incredible excitement that he has um, created a completely new venture in AI driven education. Oh yeah. So it's uh, maybe you already, Heard so, read about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's where my my uh, teenage so your your teenage daughter or son could end up calling uh, a chat IP chat, chat GPT GPT and yes. get a paper made. Uh, no, it's a, a bit more complex than that. So I'll leave it for severe. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to be interesting because we AI are, is making waves in every field in every industry these days. You know, especially the chat GPT is doing everyone's homework these days. Yeah, I would like to see a, uh, an AI bot sitting over there when you guys have nothing else to say. They'll come and jump in and tell a good exactly. little story. <laughs> we <laughs> could use that. <laughs> we certainly can. We could have used it today. <laughs> you know, the other day I had, to, I had to give a birthday greeting for someone who's like uh, 60. Mm. So I went to ChatGPT and asked the question, what would be the ideal greeting? So it started giving me different greetings. 
and they were like 12, 13, and it even asked, do you want me to stop? <laughs> <laughs> and even if they do that, and if you tell them to elaborate it a little bit more to the specific oh, yeah. area, then you have a whole three paragraphs on it. Right. Well, it's amazing. guys, we've got two minutes left uh, to go to a commercial break. And then after that, tickets. Talk we, about we, the tickets we, have, we have a few more minutes left after that. At exactly 3.50, at 5.50, uh, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee is going to be calling in. So that we, we've got 10 we minutes. We just have 10 minutes with her? Yeah, well, sh but she'll be on next Saturday also. Oh, okay. But anyway, she wanted to, she, she's the one who just called me a minute ago. But so before we go to the commercial break, folks, once again, we're talking to Sami Haroon, who is well qualified to tell us everything about anything, it seems like, and especially heart pumping action. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he'll be telling us more about Thai, which, by the way, I didn't realize it meant the Ind-U-S. It's not Indus. No, it's it, Ind it used to be. Ind-U-S. No. Well, it used to be, you're right. Yeah. Uh, may I, you know, this is my chance to advertise. May I give the URL for the tickets? Please. For yes, the yes. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so for the folks in the, who are listening, uh, please go to houston.thai.org. Houston.tie.org, and from there, from the events page, you'll be able to sign up for Sabir's event. I do highly recommend moving quickly, and we are lucky it is already sold 75%. So, yeah, and hey, you know, you get a chance to rub shoulders with none other than Sabir Bhatia, the, the founder of Hotmail. I mean, as I said before, he's on a very different level from the rest of us mortals. So we'll be back, folks. Don't go away. This is Indo-American News Radio. And when we come back, we'll continue on with Sammy Haroon. 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. लगता है जैसे कल ही तो हमारी शादी हुई थी फिर छोटी सी अन्या आ गई अब देखो हमारी बेटी स्कूल जाने लगी है सोचती हो जिंदगी को कहूं जरा धीरे चल जिंदगी धीरे चले ना चले लेकिन जिंदगी में महाराजा के हीरे बहुत चलेंगे जिंदगी और महाराजा के हीरे दोनों ही बहुत कीमती सेलिब्रेट लाइफ विद महाराजा 5821 Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, folks. This is the... We're talking to, to Sabir... Uh, I mean, Sabir. <laughs> Sammy Haroon. I've got Sabir on my mind. But Sammy Haroon is going to tell us more about the Indus, uh, Indus Valley civilization. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> going back I think to you guys Indus. could tell me You're more really about confused them. confused now, Okay, <laughs> Sammy, tell us about the Indus entrepreneurs. So... I'm, thank you for giving me the floor. I do want to 
kind of educate the folks, the sure. listening folks a little bit more. So the event, again, you guys can sign up at houston.tie.org on the events page. Houston.tie.org. Yep. Thank you. And it's going to take place at the Junior League uh, from 6 to 9. And the tickets are still available. On November the 2nd. On November the 2nd. Uh, what I recommend, please do sign up. And just a quick little flavor of what will take place is we are going to have, uh, prior to Sabir engaging with us, we're going to have some of the other local personalities touching on artificial intelligence across various sectors, how it may change our lives mm -hmm. and is changing our lives. Uh, that that we one second thing is Sabir and I will have rather a very open conversation because of our friendship mm -hmm. and we are going to really talk about the past the present and what he thinks about the future and where it will be going so uh, thank you for the opportunity Jay for letting me speak about that event. sure sure of course that's w it's a very important event because if these days you want to learn more about AI and and certainly about what's going on in Houston which I personally believe is going through a transition is going from all these other oil and gas and medical industries to another facet of software development and AI stuff with the Rice uh, Institute and you know the what's it called the place on the the Sears building on a, on Main Street what's it called now it's Innovation Center Innovation oh. Center the Ion Ion mm -hmm. yes uh, you're touching on something very interesting so there generally speaking we would say there are two types of activities out there. Mm -hmm. There are the tool makers and then there are the tool users. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So Houston has been a brilliant tool maker when it comes to the oil and gas sector. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are the ones who have created the tools which have taken us, you know, five miles down and sideways five miles and we have hit something in a two square foot area, yeah. you know, without missing a yeah. beat. But what we have not, we have been tool users in the 21st century economy where now who are the biggest companies in the world? The trillion-dollar companies, which define trillion-dollar company. We are now needing to start to tap into that. Yeah. And that is what we are seeing is taking place. But hopefully, Ty Houston is going to be a significant ingredient in bringing that outside in so that we can, in this flattened world of commerce, we are able to leverage our network. Right. And the Junior League, by the way, it's, it can only hold about, what, 300 people? Something like that. So you got to get your tickets fast, guys. That's correct. Houston.tie.org, once again, November 2nd. Uh, and uh, you'll have a chance to meet with, uh, with uh, Sammy, of course, and Samir. And, uh, and Sabir Bhatia. Sabir Bhatia, yes. The yeah. hot male inventor. Yeah, I, I call him hot male. <laughs> <laughs> In a different way. <laughs> So is Hotmail being used much at all? These yeah, days? it still exists. It still exists. Right. Yeah. Yes, I still have one more one account. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a Hotmail account, and if you go to it, it, it actually takes you to Outlook because okay. they got acquired by Outlook. That's correct. Yeah. So, um, uh, Sammy, tell us uh, what else should we expect at that November second uh, function. So one of the things that uh, you'll find very interesting, at least I believe, is the the diversity of people. So it's not going to be uh, just the Indian subcontinent representation. It's going to be, 
Houston representation. And really? Houston like is the highest diversity that I have Correct. ever seen. No uh, way. You came yeah. from California. I mean, it's... Uh, no, this place rocks. Really? Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. That really? says a lot about Houston now. Yeah, Very of cosmopolitan. Yes. Very much so. Very so it, I just can't even count the number of... The way I know how diverse it is is the restaurant. Uh, the food here just uh, absolutely is amazing. We're not with well, that actual official food city. That's correct. So the diversity of individuals you see there and the people you'll meet. One of the other things you'll see is you do not have to be shy when you're there. When you're at a Thai event, you're expected to walk up to folks, introduce yourself and... And say, hey, I need some help. <laughs> if that is what you do need. Well, I want to help somebody. Jake, you're always about helping other people. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to put you to work. <laughs> yeah, well, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we are going to be going into uh, a little bit of a lull while we get say adios to Sammy. Well, thank you very much for having By me. By the way, folks. I, I yeah, forgot certainly. to ask you, Sammy, where are you originally from? Uh, my parents are from... Pakistan, and I was born in Atlanta when uh, my father used to teach at Georgia Tech. Oh, okay. And so, like my father before me, I went to Georgia Tech, got a nuclear engineering degree, and worked in the sector for three months. Oh. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you transitioned into other IT sectors and so on. Yeah, I had to yeah. kind of teach myself. Uh, they didn't want to give a nuclear engineer a job in the computing world back then. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So right, right? <laughs> well, uh, and uh, so now you're back in the Sugarland area. You no, I uh, I moved to Energy Corridor. It keeps me close to where I want to be. But Sugarland is wow. What have you guys done here? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's, it's quite changed. We're right. actually from the Energy Corridor, so we're visiting. <laughs> oh, you are visitors? <laughs> you guys going to have passports here soon? <laughs> yeah. Very soon. <laughs> very, way, very soon. Yeah, in the, amount, the way it's growing. Yep. Well, yes. uh, folks, once again, uh, this is the last call to let you know that if you are an uh, entrepreneur and you need some mentoring or you want to mentor somebody, or you want to share some of your skills with other people, or just hang out with people who are very smart, then you need to go to, yep. Yep, and just to add to that, thank you very much for that summary. Uh, I do want to highlight that uh, we are driven by our charter members, and the charter members are, other than you know, the other organizations where you will go in and you are expected to provide an investment in the growth of the organization and such. Every single charter member that I see or I have seen, North Carolina, Houston, Atlanta, Silicon Valley, where I have had direct interaction, is there to give back. And that is a very, very powerful piece about Thai Houston, where when you meet these individuals, they are there to support you and help you if they can possibly do that. So, this, you know, what makes an organization? It's the people. Mm -hmm. And Thai Houston people really are differentiated. Well, thank Wonderful. you very much, Sammy. And uh, look forward to coming to the event. November 2nd, once again, folks, at the Junior League from 6 to 9. Get your tickets at houston.tie.org. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Jay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Yes. And we are going to be going to see uh, about uh, getting... Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee should be on the phone pretty soon. Uh, I need to hope. call her. Yeah. I need to call her, so... Okay. Well, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee is, has been a congresswoman 
from the Houston area for so long. Uh, and it's hard to believe that she's entered the race for Houston mayor. And uh, uh, she had success in Washington, D.C., and I guess she wants to make a mark in Houston. I think uh, long before, uh, just before she started her political career, she was uh, a councilwoman on the Houston City Council. So she's aware of how the city works. And it would be interesting to see how she can apply her experience in Washington uh, and make uh, Houston a better place. At least uh, she might be an interesting candidate for us to look at and see um, you know, how she compares with the other candidates. Uh, and Sangeeta? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she always comes to Indian events. Not just, just the Indians. See, I'm involved with different communities as well. So I've mm -hmm. seen her in Vietnamese community. I've seen her in Chinese community. Oh, okay. I've seen her in Pakistani, Indian, Bangladeshi, sure. ne uh, Nepali communities. So she covers all the diversity yeah, of Houston. Yes, and, and some African communities that I've seen her, mm -hmm. of Malhotra. So, Ms. Lee, I've got you on the phone right now, and I was. Uh, do you have a few minutes to talk to our audience? Yes, I do. Go right ahead, ma'am. Well, first of all, Jay, I am delighted to talk to your audience, and we'll look forward to having an opportunity to really engage with the Indian community and uh, many others that listen. I want everyone to know that because of the record I've had as a member of the United States Congress, I will see every community. Every community will be amplified, will be important. The Indian community is outstanding as an economic engine, culturally diverse, uh, but they should be very much involved in the city of Houston with appointments to leadership positions and boards and commissions. I'm a person that has worked as a member of the United States Congress with all and many nations in Southeast Asia. And I have met many of the prime ministers uh, been to India many times and engaged on many issues, but also I am the person that knows many immigrant issues for those new coming, but as well the community that has been here. I believe that Houston's future is in our diverse community, and that is what I want to focus on. I will work as a mayor to make sure that public safety is in every neighborhood. We will have neighborhood-focused policing to make sure you are safe and your businesses are safe. In addition, we'll make sure that we focus on education and research. Does anyone realize what kind of asset NASA that now is going to promote uh, and launch Artemis II and Artemis III? The scientists and doctors that are in the different communities, the Texas Medical Center that can amplify research with our universities. There's so much in our future, the ION, that we want to create a tech corridor to have more tech companies here, and of course, the focus on your children. I chair the Congressional Children's Caucus in the United States Congress. We want to make sure that children are focused on and that they are safe. Remember, our community can be safe, technologically sophisticated, at the highest level of research, building affordable housing, amplifying the cultural diversity of our city with Sheila Jackson Lee as mayor. Early vote is October 23rd, and of course, Election Day is November 7th. Let's 
join together in unity that every community, no matter what neighborhood, what diversity, is part of the great city of Houston. Let everyone know that Houston is an economic powerhouse, that it employs people and creates new jobs with new industries. That is my message to all of you. Look forward to having the opportunity to come back and to share even more with you and engage. It's so nice having this opportunity. Jay, thank you. Thank Don't you, Miss Lee. Uh, this Jackson is Lee into the future for mayor. Okay, thank you, Miss Lee. And uh, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, how do you uh, plan to use your Washington experience to help uh, Houstonians? I, what did you say? Uh, I, I was you? asking, uh, how are you planning to use your extended years of experience in Washington, D.C. to help Houstonians uh, as mayor? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that question. I'm the only candidate and the most qualified candidate that knows local government, having served as city council member with Mayor Whitmire, Mayor Lanier. Some of you may heard those names. Yes, they gave me very serious responsibilities. I also was a deputy commissioner of agriculture for the state of Texas. But in my years in the United States Congress, I know all of the agencies. I helped bring the first testing and COVID sites with federal dollars to Houston, the very first member, the very first person to put a testing site on the ground. Uh, I understand the bipartisan infrastructure bill, which will help us fix our streets, will help us with our flood mitigation, drainage, because we can secure infrastructure dollars to make our city better. Uh, every hurricane, I was able to bring new federal dollars to help our city overcome and get through those hurricanes and the pandemic. I know the agencies, the president, we work together, and it is important for Houston to secure its fair share of federal dollars. Even though the uh, American Rescue Act will be over, more federal dollars will be available. It's relationships that will help Houston under my mayorship, along with seeking new investments from businesses across the nation that I have known and around the world. It is wonderful to have been in the United States Congress. Thank you for the opportunity to be a public servant. Now I want to come and bring all that expertise to Houston, Texas. Well, we... Tell us about your 27th October, that um, event that we're doing, the rally that we're doing for women, women for Shilao, and tell us about that. Can you repeat the question? October 27th, when there's a rally happening for women, for, for, for Mayor Sheila Jackson Lee. Tell us about that, where it's happening, and how women can get involved with that. Was it a question about women's rights? Yes, on women's rights. Um, that will be very much a part of my administration. Women's rights, women's right to choose, the empowerment of women. Small and minority businesses is my expertise. I'm going to make sure that we have more opportunity for women-owned businesses, women to be part of the administrations and commissions and boards, and also with executive positions. I do that in my own office. I do that in Washington. Uh, the Deputy Secretary of Labor, now the Secretary of Labor, is from the Asian community. And so I'm always promoting. I was the first member of the city council to ask for a study on how much vitality, how much vitality was in the Asian and South Asian, uh, Southeast Asian community. I've been first in fighting against discrimination, uh, fighting against hatred, and working with my colleagues from the Asian, Southeast Asian community in the United States Congress. Yes, thank you. 
Well, Ms. Lee, uh, thank you so much for calling us and talking to us. We look forward to having you with us next Saturday, if that's possible. I'll check, check with your office so that we can, go, we can expand on this a little bit more. But thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, I wanted to make sure they heard my voice and heard me asking for their vote on October 23rd and November 7th. Thank you again. Thank you very much, Ms. Lee. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. So that was really nice talking to Miss Lee. Yes, uh, it and was um, yes, very indeed. inspiring. Yes, indeed. Well, I think she brings some dynamism to the mayor's race. And uh, we had an interview with John Whitmire about a month and a half ago. Right. And he's also quite impressive. He has tremendous experience in Austin, which is important for a mayor to have. So I think it will be a good contest and may the best person win. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. That's, absolutely. Yeah, but at least we've got a we've got two very qualified people. Correct. Actually, we have sixteen people running for mayor. Yeah, and then for uh, cricket fans, we don't have much time. But tonight is the uh, match between uh, India and New Zealand, and uh, these are the at the top of the table, uh, both with eight points. So we'll see who wins, and uh, um, uh, I think both teams will be able to. Uh, move on to the next round in the World Cup. So uh, this should be just an interesting matchup to see how we match up against uh, New Zealand. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we didn't get much time to talk about movies or sports, but we've been, we've been talking nonstop for the last three hours, <laughs> yeah. it seems like. <laughs> talking <laughs> and listening. Sangeeta, thank you so much for guest hosting for Sanchali today. Yes. No and we look forward to having you it, in the future. We look forward to having you again in the future. Uh, yes. Thank you and so much. everyone out there, this is Jawahar saying adios. We're going to be going off to a commercial break. And then after that, uh, we'll see you again next Saturday. Don't be shy. And yeah, and next in. Saturday will be uh, Jyoti with uh, Classical Yours. Right. Uh, and, uh, so that should be an interesting program. Of, Absolutely. Uh, She's always very entertaining, and the, the music she plays is very, uh, very reminiscent. It rem brings back memories. Certainly. All right, folks, I'm out of here. This is Jawahar. And Thank this you so much for having me today. This is Sangeeta. Wonderful. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next Saturday. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 8.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Houston's newest station.